Today's message is entitled, Being There. Being There. And it's from Psalm 90, verse 12. I want to talk about just being there. The essence of being a pastor, the essence of being a shepherd, is really about being there. 34 years of being there, 24 years pastoring and being there. And the reason, um, I, something came to me this week that really was exciting to me. It, it made me think. And I learned that the reason we have uh, measurements or metrics, um, i.e. like, you know, you measure feet and inches and etc. and time, is to put us at specific points. That the reason we have um, these measuring tools or watches and, and time resources is to make sure we're all at a specific point or a place for a connection. Watch this now. This precludes that something is unknown and can be known after implementing the measurement or time tools to create the connection. In other words, we don't always know where we are supposed to be. Listen, the message is entitled Being There, and measurements and times and tools are give us numbers to put us in certain places for connection. And without these tools, without these numbers, knowing where to be is often unknown. But if we implement these tools, if we use these measurements, these timetables, they will place us in the right place so that we can be there to make the right connections. Listen, these measurements allow humans to enter into a realm that has to be figured out. Listen, so these measurements take us into realms that we don't know. We wouldn't know how to be there or where to be without these measurements. So these measurements allow us into a realm that has to be figured out. So what I'm saying is being there or knowing where you're supposed to be oftentimes has to be figured out. You don't know where you're supposed to be designated to be. But if you use these measurements, these timetables, if you square the the feet, the inches, uh, if you look at the numbers, they can put you in the place of where you're supposed to be. These tools designate a certain location or time point for being there. It creates coordinates for intersection. Without these, listen, without these exact and precise coordinates, the connection is but a guess. In other words, when we don't have the numbers, we live life at a gamble. We're not 
precise. But when you know that it's a quarter inch or six feet or one year or at 2 p.m., when you use these measurements, you are at the exact point of where you are supposed to be. If you don't use those tools, if you don't use those numbers, you may be close to where you're supposed to be, but it's not as exact. And so when I look at my life and I look at this pastor appreciation, I want to make sure that I did 24 years or 34 years making sure that I was being there at the right point. Ah, oh, God, I'm going to try not to cry. I'm going to do my best. The right time of being there. I mean, what if I got to the hospital too late? What if I went to the wrong hospital? What if I didn't get the call because I was off sinning somewhere? What if I wasn't there because I didn't get the right numbers? Are you tracking? This is why with a CD disc, listen, when you, you know, a CD that you used to play, they they don't have them in new cars now. But this is why a CD disc, you were able to go to an exact spot of where the new song was, you could tell the CD to go to song seven because that point was designated by numbers. In other words, in the digital CD, a compact disc that was made digitally, those numbers within that disc designate certain places that you can go to immediately. When you use the measurements and tools that God puts in your life, you can go to the exact spot. Ah, man, I'm, this is going to be hard, Ben. I'm trying. Listen, the numbers created the possibility for being there. In other words, God gives us tools to create the possibility or opportunity of being there. With an analog tape, you remember the cassette tape? You, what would you have to do? You would have to press fast forward, listen to it, and say... And, and when you when you thought you were close, you would sp- hit stop, right? And then you would say, and you listen back and you say, oh, that's not what I want. You have to hit fast forward again. In other words, that's what analog is. It has no numbers. Analog has, God, oh man, come on. What I'm saying is, God, what I'm going to show you today is that our life is filled with numbers. And if we pay attention to the numbers in our lives, these numbers tell us where to be so that we can make the connections we need to make in life that make the difference in the people's lives we connect with. Ah, God, this is juicy. So listen. If you are analog, I just want you to know you're just a button being pressed fast forward and you're a guest and you may have to be pressed over and over again until you find it. Why live that way when you can go to God, get the numbers, hit the number and be exactly where God designed you to be? The title of the message is being there. Remember, the whole goal of these numbers is to create the reality of being there, being at the same place, bringing both realms to the same point for a purpose. I make sure I measure correctly to make sure the two boards meet together to be able to hold up the house. Can you imagine someone building your house and they didn't use the measurements specifically prescribed by the architect? That house could 
fall and destroy everyone in it. Don't let your life be built on erroneous, failing numbers, imprecise numbers that can destroy the lives of the people who come under your roof. Oh, this is good teacher. I'm going to get this take myself. So I did something. Listen, I did something I've never done before. I've tried to apply this principle to life. This is new to me as well. But from the starting point of my life was created a numerical statistic. Watch this now. On a certain date and time of year, guess what? Cherry was born. And so from that moment in a hospital in LA, around 5.20 p.m. or so, the birth of this boy had a timestamp, a date. It had numbers. So the date represents one realm. Listen, that beginning represents one realm. And every year I live, I create a new number of references. Watch where I'm going, Big Ben. Because when we talk about 34, 24, uh, 34 is not 33. 33 is not 30. 30 is not 19. But every year is a new number, which has been assigned for a specific reason. I gotta, I hope you're with me. Each one of these reference points are created in my life, watch this, to get me to a designated point to make a connection. So in other words, God birthed me, God created me on a certain day so that I could be available to reach a specific point in time to make a connection to be a blessing to someone else who followed the numbers and met me at that point. Are you tracking? Is this too deep? The realm to which, listen, the realm to which I am to connect in this instance is the world. So my numbers, my existence on the hospital records, there's birth certificate, everybody got a birth certificate with numbers, you got an ID, you got all this information to identify who you are and this is how you connect with the world. This is how you connect with others. When you meet others, what do they ask you? What's your name? They want to know your name. They want to know some information, some numbers to put a place. How old are you? When did you graduate? I need numbers. Where do you live? I need numbers. Who are you? Because these numbers that I acquire from you are going to see if they match or are compatible with my numbers. And therefore, are we supposed to be together? Uh, Watch this now. Therefore, God in his genius wisdom creates touch points of our lives with the world to connect, to be there for a purpose. So every year has touch points. Every year I live, it has to, today has touch points that God has pre-created, predestined that we should be conformed to the image of Christ, that he has preordained our steps and these numbers create connections uh, to certain points. If you listen to a pilot, they say, what's your longitude? What's your latitude? What are the coordinates on the grid? Because if I know the longitude and the latitude numbers, I can pinpoint 
where you are. Ah, God. And this is what I'm trying to get you to see, that sometimes you don't always physically see people there, but if you know the number of their hearts, you know that they are there with you, even though they aren't there physically because they know the numbers of what you're going through. Ah, God. Paul said many times, he said, I can't be with you, but my prayers ah, are preceding the situation. I know I can't be in Chicago. I can't be in Mississippi, but my heart knows your numbers. Ah, God. Everybody has numbers that God has spent. Your divorce has numbers. Your miscarriage has numbers. Your unemployment has numbers. And if you fight... If a good shepherd knows your numbers, he can meet you. Ah, the name of the the sermon is called being there. Uh, Come on now. So to not have these numbers of preciseness, our lives would be nothing but guess points with no accuracy. Imagine a pastor who gets online just preaching whatever, just guessing that this sermon is for you. I don't do that. You know how I know? Because too often people who have listened, who have been the recipients of messages say this phrase, PC, you were preaching right to me. Oh, shoot. Hot diggity dog. That's what I need to hear. What does that mean? That means God gave me your number. Ah, God. And so I was able to be there. And people have said, PC, it was like you were in my house yesterday. It was like you was, it was like you was in my car this morning on the way to church. You are absolutely right. A good pastor is able to be there because God has given them. Ah, your number. So celebrate and appreciate a pastor who takes his time to preach a whole year about a specific area that God wanted you to hear and be a part of. Don't see these messages as Pastor Cherry's way to be creative and to come up with great messages. These messages are designed because of who is going to be listening. These messages are created with your number in mind. The message is entitled, Being There. And so walking with God, listen, is really all about getting to know the numbers and measurements in your life to understand why you are where you are at any given moment so that you can understand its purpose. And I know some of you have never heard walking with God taught like this. I've never heard it taught like this, where you are looking at your life, trying to determine and ascertain what do these numbers mean? How can I look at the numbers of life and make them make sense. You know what a good example of that is from Hollywood? The Matrix. The Matrix talked about this matrix of numbers and these numbers put them at different places and different times. They had to connect to something and then it transported them to these numbers, this specific place. I'm telling you, you can be somewhere spiritually if you know that, God, I'm not always with my children, but I know where they are. God, I know. I sent a text to my baby girl this week. I said, you okay? And she sent back. She said, did the spirit tell you that? Or you just, did you, how did did you know? I said, because even though I'm not there, I know I got your number. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm telling you when you, ah, man, move on PC. I'm just trying to get you to see, listen, 
We, whoa, we, listen, this is why God gives us pastors. He gives us pastors who choose to surrender a significant portion of their lives to assist you, to assist others in determining the meaning of your life numbers and measurements. Thank God for a pastor who has been willing to sit down and counsel you. What is different about this relationship is that pastors help to create additional touch points in a realm in which the world cannot reveal to you. So you can connect to the world. That's why your bestie can tell you what to do here and there. They tell you how to act in the world, but your pastor can tell you how to act in a whole nother dimension, a spiritual realm, God, that the world does not even sense, see, or know. Your pastor will help you point to the numbers that will say you will lose in the world, but you will win in the kingdom. And he will, ah, man, God, I'm just trying to get you to see that this pastor teaches us how to use our birth dates. This pastor teaches us how to use the years of our lives, the numbers, the milestones, the experiences, etc., and to make connections with the spiritual realm. In other words, a pastor comes online to preach to you from a pulpit to try and help you make connections in life with spiritual assets from God. This is why people go to counselors, go to pastors for counseling. We try to help the saints make sense of significant moments in their life. Oh, I'm getting married, PC. Why do you think marriages were usually done in front of a pastor? Because the pastor was supposed to introduce the spiritual realm to not only just say, oh, she's cute, but we're together for a reason. Why are we saying I do? What does God have in mind for us as a power couple? Not just to make money and buy houses, but what will we change in this world, a spiritual duo, a dynamic partnership that moves back the kingdom of darkness and introduces the power of its light. Hallelujah. So you sit down and you disclose your issues through your divorce and the loss of a loved one. You come and you say, Pastor, can you come to my son's graduation? Oh God, yes, I've been to graduation. You want a pastor there? Because what we're trying to do is say, help us see what's next for our child. Help us make sense of these numbers. Coming to them for when they're released from prison. I just got out, PC. I just, you know, I'm just trying to find a job. Can you help me out? Will you come to the pastor? Why? Because we're trying to make sense of the numbers. How much time did you do? Uh, that's all right. I ain't going to do all that. Abortions. Pastors are trying to make sense of abortions, tragedy, new job ventures. Our goal is to help the believer analyze the many spiritual numbers of their lives that have been assigned by God to help them understand why they are where they are because the title of this sermon is called Being There. These numbers are issued to help them see that in all things, God is at work for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says, to everything there is a time and a season. There is a purpose under heaven by which we live 
and those are wrapped up in numbers. The notion of all this is that if we live with greater preciseness joy, we live with greater good. When I'm in the place where I'm supposed to be, I will have more impact and do more good. It just works better if we do it the way the instructions tell us to do it. If you ever had a handyman come in, oh, I don't need the instructions. I didn't. Listen, it may look the same, but let me tell you something. It ain't going to last the way that it should last if you would have followed the instruction. So I learned early on to be thankful. I want to be thankful to my teachers, Miss Tokushi. Miss Williams, Mr. Lorton. I want to be thankful to all of my pastors, all of my teachers in the spiritual realm as well for teaching me how to make sense out of the complex issues of my life. Thank you, teachers, for showing me how to add and subtract. Thank you for teaching me fractions and uh, division and algebra and calculus and statistics. I would never have been able to be so successful in my life in the IT world if I didn't know how to put numbers to God. I'm telling you, when you're on the back end of a computer or you're building out a code or you're doing something in the the technology realm, you need to know how to work with numbers. And so I thank my teachers, I thank my spiritual guides for helping me know what to do with the numbers in my life. I say all that to say, just as I have learned to appreciate the physical earthly teachers of my life, I have come to appreciate the Bishop Omers, the Pastor Jack Hayfords, the Bishop T.D. Jakes, the Bishop Isaiah Owens, the Pastor Charles uh, uh, Jr. I want you to know that these are people in my life, uh, Bishop Dunham, uh, McAllister, uh, Patton, all of these pastors and ministers and leaders who have talked to me on the sideline. Calm down, little PC. Calm down, the chair. Ain't your time yet. It's not your time yet. The numbers don't add up. Don't when you cook food, you look at the time on the oven. It's not time yet. Look at the numbers. All I'm trying to say is look at the numbers. And if you look at the people in your life, they come with numbers. And people tell you often a number, but you ain't hearing it. You're too mad about emotions. You're too mad about stuff and you're missing the numbers. The numbers are quintessential to your being there. Come on. Don't you want the numbers to be there? These spiritual leaders help me determine my purpose and resolve my life to God and experience spiritual things far beyond this earthly life so I could what? Be there for you for 24 years. So you ought to thank God for the leaders who told me my numbers so I could be there for you to help you with your numbers. Anybody understand? Say amen. Amen. So from all of the various connection points in my life, uh, some 34 years ago, I accepted the call to be available to others to help them find their spiritual connections to earthly meanings. I went to their schools. I went to amusement parks with them. Yes, I had fun there. Family dinners. Oh, I, yes, I love to eat. I visited prisons. I've been in courtrooms. I've uh, been to doctor's offices. I've 
counsel through miscarriage grief. I've dealt with troubled teens and suicide interventions at two, three o'clock in the morning. I've been to AA meetings. I've been to NA meetings. I've helped with sobriety support and the list goes on and on and on. And 24 years ago, I decided to do it full time and to make it my life goal to shepherd God's sheep. Thank God for somebody who answered the call, woke up off the couch and said, Lord, is this you? Three times he put scripture in my face and said, boy, I'm calling you. Get up out of your sleep. Went and enrolled to Biola University, got my degree from Biola, then finished that and went on to do my MDiv program at Talbot Graduate School because I was trying to learn how to decipher the numbers so that when I get online or stand behind a pulpit to preach to you, I know what the numbers mean. Oh, have you ever been able to tell the difference between a preacher who don't know the numbers and somebody who does know the it never mind, I ain't even going I ain't even going to say there. So what I'm trying to say from the Red Lion on November 2nd in 1997, from the Red Lion to Hotel to Iglesias del Dios in Hawthorne, to the Mayflower Ballroom, to the Living Room, to 317 South La Brea, to online from Washington, D.C., to the Inglewood Chapel on Centinella, to the Turner Center in Westchester, to the Marriott Hotel, to La Tierra Middle School, to online on Facebook and KKLA Radio. I have been faithful at trying to read people's time points and help them make sense of their lives from God's perspectives. Can I get an amen? amen? That translates into two words for me. They are being there. <laughs> 24 years of trying to be there. That since November of 1987 and 1997, God has ordered the steps of PC for being there. Being there for others, being there for their life decisions, mental breakdowns, purchases of a new home, and wanting it to become, bless my house, PC, so the burglars don't come in. Going with with them to buy a new car so that the favor of God would be present as if their credit was so bad that maybe the spiritual presence of God might give them favor and it has worked wiping the tears of the eyes of the soul that just lost a loved one and for many of these instances they all have date Timed references that will take us right to that moment. I could take you to the hospital room of someone I prayed for that I anointed with oil. I could take you to the abortion counseling grief, giving a, a, a young woman encouragement saying, in spite of the decision you made, God is still with you. I've been to the, I, I can point to the date and the time that I stood in court and said, instead of incarcerating them, let me sign a letter to be an overseer, to watch over them, to put them in a program. To, I'm telling you, all of these create reference points. So 34 years ago, the Grace Place or Grace Horizon or Breath for Change or you were at the chapel or you were at the Turner Center. All of those are numbers. All of those are time points. Do you have a special sermon? Those sermons come on a certain date. It has a number. Those sermons have a scripture in it that has a number. Those numbers mean something 
on a particular date, in a particular year, in a particular place. And God had you there for a reason because all of those numbers congel to get you to be there, to be where you're supposed to be because God wants to make a difference in your life. So the inexplicable genius of God to create numbers, to help us remember, revisit, and learn from points in time so that we understand being there, I think is just impeccable. When I can't remember on my own, guess what I do? I open my phone, I put it in my calendar. I create a number reference. God, I'm telling you, if you create and pay attention to the numbers in your life, it will make a huge difference in you seeing that God is ordering your steps. So being there makes it all make sense. When the numbers add up, mistakes in life don't always make sense because mistakes weren't foreseen or they weren't calculated. Mistakes aren't often considered intentional. So we see mistakes as mishaps and we tend to not nurture them. But God, in his great wisdom, gives a number to your mistakes. He says, you didn't intentionally try. You didn't try to be there. But the Bible says God is at work in all things for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to what? His purpose. He will work good out of the bad that you've experienced, even in your mistakes. God has numbers on your mistakes and what we don't know doesn't mean God doesn't know. He just has to teach us what those numbers are. So we must learn how God wants us to be there even in our mistakes. And so, my beloved, the truth of all this theory and hypothesis of mine can be found in one scripture. And I'll share it with you for a moment and we will let you go. Let's look for a moment at Psalm 90 and verse 12. I'll just give you some brief um, uh, explication of this particular uh, passage and help you understand where do I get this concept of numbers. Let me show you this text. Psalm 90 And verse 12 says, teach us, so teach us to, there it is, you see it highlighted, number our days so that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. I'll read it again. So teach us to number our days so that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. So this is powerful, you guys. The text is saying, teach us to number, to count, to assess, to assign, appoint our days of life. In other words, today matters, y'all. We appreciate pastor today. It matters the days, the times, the years of your existence so that we may apply that wisdom to our hearts. What? What is our heart? Our inner man, our soul, our mind, our conscious, our understanding that we may gain a heart of wisdom, that we may bring our hearts to wisdom. So let me break this down for you to show you how in each moment of our lives, there are coordinates that point us to the place of understanding 
understanding why we are to be there. Look at this. Let me help you understand this. Look at this. First of all, the text says, teach us to number our days. So our first action in determining where and why we are to be somewhere is to number the days. For instance, if, listen, for instance, when you're getting ready to go somewhere, you must first do what? Get the address to know where to go. And I'm telling you, a lot of us don't know how to ascertain or acquire the numbers before we just start going. We too many times jump into a relationship, we just going. We go into the mall, we just go. We buy a house and we just buy it. We don't look at the numbers. Look at the numbers first. Teach us to number our days. Or how about this? You're talking to someone and you're trying to get them to remember. Um, Shauna, you remember last Friday when we were at, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Popeye's chicken? What, what time was that? That was at two o'clock. What have I done? All I've done is gone to a date with numbers. I've looked at a particular place, an address and a time. And what did I do? I transported Shauna to the same experience where I was. So now she can connect with me and relate to me about the story I'm getting ready to tell her. Are you tracking with me? These are all ways of gathering the coordinates of being there. Listen, when you talk about, when you say you're meeting somebody, a potential husband, spouse, mate, or somebody, you ask them, you say, how long have you been uh, single? How long have you been sober? Uh, <laughs> how long you been out of prison? How old are you? Have you been married before? How many children do you have? You know, I, wh- how much, you know, what, what is your situation? All I'm doing is I'm getting numbers and I need to see if those numbers match up with me. So number our days. Look at your days. Now, why? Why does this make sense? Listen to this carefully. Why does it make sense? If we know, listen, listen, Listen to me, Monica, if we know the frailty and rigidity of our lives, we would count our days more effectively. I count numbers because I ain't got time to waste. Do you Listen to me. Let me talk to you over here. I count my days and I try to make sense out of my days because my days are running out. Are you understanding? My days are frail. My days are rigid. Listen, we number them to try to make each day matter because tomorrow is not promised. Every day is not promised. So I got to do what I got to do in this day to make it make sense. I need numbers. Don't just pop up. Don't just show up. Don't just say, oh, I don't want nothing. Every time I talk to you, you don't want nothing. Be specific. And no CEO is going to schedule a meeting with you and you don't have anything prepared to talk about. You ought to wake up in the morning prepared to do something. The point is we don't know. That's why we have to be taught this. We haven't been trained to number our days. We haven't been taught to number the people and the thing. How many friends do you have? How many times have you been fired? How many times have you been laid off? How many times have people walked away from you and broke up with you? Well, look at the numbers. It ain't them, boo, it's you. The numbers will tell you things. We celebrate another milestone like today. Because we aren't sure if we'll get to do it this way another year. I don't know if I'll be here another year from now and we'll be able to do that. So we celebrate today because PC's days are numbered. They are rigid. They are fragile. We count because there is a limit. If you look at Psalm 90, we're at verse 12. 
But if you look at verse nine, up at the verses, uh, previous verses, the, the text is really explaining. He says, our days are but 70. And if with strength, we may get to 80 and then we fly away. The point of the text, the point of Psalm 90 is to say we, our clock is ticking. And so he's saying, teach us to number our days so that we can apply our hearts to the stuff that matters. Help us stop living our lives in frugal, rigid lives or a way to where it doesn't mean anything and we are just wasting time. So the older we get, the more precise our lives should become. I'll say that again. That's a quote. The older we get, the more precise our lives should become. In other words, I should have a better handle on the numbers in my life. Let me share this with you. At this stage, we are just living life randomly. All right. So when you're just dealing with numbers, you're just dealing with the numbers. But the next part of the text is where we begin uh, being there. Uh, where it matters. It is the application of the numbers that bring us to our points of connection with heaven. So let me explain this to you. Let me show you this. The second aspect says we need to apply our hearts. Teach us to number our days and then basically apply the numbers to our hearts. Let those numbers sink in and let them have application. So our second point of action in establishing why we are where we are and why we do what we do, the way we do it is to apply the numbers that we counted. So I began to apply. What did I do when I was born? What were the numbers? I remember I remember talking to myself in the garage. I remember I was always a talk show host. I was a radio broadcaster. I was always on top of something, yelling or screaming, talking like I was the one in charge. I've always been, since I was a child, I've been adding up the numbers since age six to an audience of 100, 200, making sure that as I grew up, as I got older, the numbers got larger, 300, 400, 500, 1,000, 2,500, 5,000, and the crowd started growing. So those numbers told me, watch this, those numbers told me I was a gifted speaker. When you see the response and the reciprocation, the response of what your gifts do, those numbers tell you how many people said, hello, how many people said, great job, how many people clap. You are adding up the numbers to see if that's what you're called to do. And all I'm trying to say is I start applying uh, the numbers that I was seeing in school. I was class president. I was the board monitor. I was hall monitor. I was a leader over and over again. And what did I start doing? I started applying those numbers. So I started applying for manager. I started applying for executive position. I started applying. Why? Because I was reading the numbers back in fourth grade. I was reading the numbers in seventh grade about what God was doing in in my numbers in those classrooms. And I'm telling you, some of you are compromising and you're bowing down to positions that are beneath your numbers. Your numbers are higher than the relationship you are in. And you need to change the relationship to match your number. Ah, that's all right. We have to plug in the numbers into the GPS to make the coordinates make sense or to point to a specific place. You can say, let's go to in and out all you 
want to. But if you don't know where In-N-Out is, you ain't never going to find it. Or you could guess. You could drive around if you want to, but you might get there at midnight. Why not know the numbers? Ah, In-N-Out is at 300 East Bottle Street. You go to 300 East, but put the numbers in. You apply it to the car. The car reads the numbers, and the numbers take you to where you're trying to go. All I'm trying to say is apply what God is telling you. Don't just take the message. Oh, that's a good message, PC. I I gave you numbers. I didn't give you just a sermon. I gave you numbers. And what do you need to do? You need to apply the numbers. To not put in the coordinate is to wish or dream of going to some place. But you'll never get there because you haven't applied what you've learned. That's the problem with our culture. We as a black people, we have great dreams and visions. I mean, we have all kinds of ecstatic ideas. But the problem and the death of our dreams is our lack of application. We don't apply what we see in our bedroom. We don't apply what we have seen and visualized in our dreams. But I'm telling you the reason my dream came to fruition back on November 2nd in 1997 is because I met at an IHOP restaurant in Orange County with a board of people discussing how we were going to pull it off. And once we decided on how we were going to pull it off, the only thing next to do was to make it happen. And I'm telling you the difference between your making it happen is the numbers and your lack of application. So you can say all you want to, I want to be a doctor, but if you don't apply that number, if you can't see those numbers in your life, then you are barking up the wrong tree. So let's go back to the text to help us understand the verse says that we are to apply it We are to apply it so that we can bring our hearts to the point where wisdom will be. So in other words, when you apply the numbers, those numbers bring your heart. Ooh, this is good. Watch this. Teach us how to number our days so that the numbers can bring our hearts to the wisdom. Bring our hearts to the point. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. Bring our hearts where? To where the numbers have designated we're supposed to. We apply the coordinates to bring us to a place. Example, you say, take 10 steps. 10 steps, turn left, then five steps, then turn right. The numbering helps us get there. Listen, apply. Apply means to bring the coordinates together in the sense of the number of days applied to the heart. The inner man, the soul, which creates the connection point. Take the numbers that God has all around you. Look at why it happened at that time. You got delayed at the job because you missed an accident on 3rd Street because God was keeping you from the devil's attack on your life. Look at the numbers. Yes, you're 20 minutes late. You're 20 minutes early for a reason. They left you. They dumped you for a reason. The job fired you for a reason. You got promoted for a reason. Those are all numbers and those numbers are to be applied to your heart. Don't just say, oh, I'm so sad they rejected me again. No. Take those numbers. Be bold and be courageous woman or man of God. Take that rejection and apply it to your heart and say, God, I know it hurts, but tell me what it means. Tell me how that number moves me to where I should be. Because a rejection, it does one thing. It tells you where you are not supposed to be. And our goal is to find out where we are supposed to be. So God 
brings you a pastor to help you understand how to monitor the numbers in your life so you can be where you're supposed to be. The Hebrew word for apply is both. It means to cause to come in, to bring upon, to carry in, together to bring together. Oh, when we used to go to church, I used to pick up little Whitney. I'd pick up little Cherry and I would have to carry them sometimes into the store. They would lie and say they're tired. They just want a free ride. But I'm telling you, that's what your pastor does. Sometimes your pastor will pick you up during service and it will carry you through your tears. They'll just carry you all through your situation. You're blundering. You're making a mistake like no other. But the pastor, if you get online, if you go to church, the sermon will give you numbers ah, and you can apply it to your heart. And that's what the word apply means. It means bring you to the place where you're supposed to be. A past, a good pastor will take you from where you're not supposed to be and usher you into where you're supposed to be. This is the connecting of the points. We are bringing our hearts unto wisdom. Application is crucial to what we learn. To learn and not apply is to miss the connection. To learn and not apply is to miss the connection. To learn and not apply is to miss the connection. To know where to put the cup and you don't place it where it should be means that when someone comes to use the cup, the cup won't what? Be there. I'm telling you, use what you God gave you and let it be where it's supposed to be. Because when it comes time, like the U.S. team, the Olympic team couldn't seem to find where that baton was supposed to be. And where the baton was supposed to be, it wasn't there. And they lost the race because they couldn't get the baton where it was supposed to be at the right place. How many of you are losing race after race because you can't get the baton in the right place at the right time because you have failed to track the numbers. Connections are about being there and being there is formed by the application of numbers that create the points for you to touch or to don. I'm telling you that connections are all about numbers. Look all around you. There are all kind of reasons for why you're there. There's a reason for why you met so-and-so. There's a reason for why you got sick. There's a reason for it. I'm telling you connections are arbitrated or surrounded by numbers. Those numbers have information. They have dialogue. So let's move to the final point of this engagement as I wrap this up. Let me show you then it says not only teach us to number our days, not only to apply our hearts, but we apply our hearts to gain wisdom. In other words, to make sense of all of this shenanigans. The point of getting the numbers and applying the specific numbers is to be able to connect with that specific point of experience and get an understanding of our point of importance in being there. God, I want to be a pastor that when people are done with this ministry, they can understand why it was important to be there. It was important for PC to be there. It was important for me to be there. And that's all this ministry is. It is my numbers matching up with your numbers and they create a connection point and through these various ministries God has touched our lives in significant ways in light of our shortness of days being able to understand why we are living gives us greater joy while enduring each day with a little bit of us dying more and more each day in other words listen what I'm trying to say is that when I know and understand why I am where I am it gives me a little more joy in dealing with the fact 
fact that I'm dying every day, the fact that I know I pleased you, the fact that I know that this relationship is working, the fact that I know you're happy and I'm happy, it gives me a little more joy and I can live today knowing that tomorrow is not promised. The context of the text is saying that our lives are dismissing every day. We are dwindling and dwindling away. We are winding down soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. So God is saying, count your days, boo. In other words, make them matter so that you can enjoy the time that you have here. Don't assume that you have tomorrow. Don't assume that you'll have next week. Live with joy now. Make the moment matter now. Call your kids. Love them. Say hello. Say you love your cousin, your auntie, your boo next year, your neighbor, whoever it is, whatever it is, an old boss. Make sure that these numbers matter because in light of these shortness of days, we've got to find a way to have joy even though we know our time is winding up. Is anyone tracking? So the text explains it like this. Wisdom then is the result of proper numbering of days and application to the heart. Wisdom is the result of me properly numbering my days and applying them to our heart. So do you see that? Number one, teach us to number our days, then apply them to our hearts so that I can gain wisdom. And so gaining wisdom is properly applying the numbers that God gave me. So when we apply to our hearts, our minds, our souls, our inner man and understanding, what we've learned about the connection that we made, we gain wisdom. Wisdom is skill in war. When I have wisdom, I'm skillful in war. I'm prudent in religious affairs. The ability to understand ethical and religious matters happens when I gain wisdom. I know how to live, not only, because some people, let me tell you something, some religious folk, all they know is the Bible, and that's not wisdom. Wisdom. wisdom is the ability to apply your spirituality to the reality of everyday, day-to-day people acting a fool. You've got to find the balance between your religiosity and your reality in the world. So in essence, we are asking God to teach us to know how to find favor, the favor of our existence, even when our existence is coming to a close. We are asking to understand the return on investment of our lives early while we are yet living. We're asking God to show us. When we number our days, we're asking God, show us that I matter. Show me what I'm working with in advance so that I know that this will be worth it. I want to know that 24 years of getting up at midnight and going to hospitals and denying my family their time so I could be with your family, that it was worth it. God, you got to show me something. Because I'm telling you these unthankful, ungrateful saints who take and take and take but never give will make you want to quit and say I don't want nothing else to do with the church but because God keeps on reminding me I keep counting my days he say you alright boo I'm telling you I'm with you don't worry about it apply this to your heart in other words get the wisdom it ain't about them it's about me so don't get frustrated with them don't quit because of them all oh, the church everybody in the church is hypocrites those are people who don't count numbers people who know that the church is full of people who mess up but they still come are people who have applied wisdom to their heart. They counted the numbers and said, well, where else I'm going to go? What? I don't want to go back to drugs. I don't want to go back to the whole house. I want to live my life the way God has called me to live my life. So we're asking him for a peek into our future so that our present is more meaningful now. God every now and then gives me glimpses into my future. And he says, keep on PC. Work it till it works. <laughs> Work it till it works, PC. Work it till it works. It's going to pop open one day and I'm going to open 
the floodgates of heaven. Don't be discouraged. Don't be sad because it's only 10 people. Don't be sad because it's only 20. I've already shown you you can preach to 2,500 or 5,000. This is just a period where I'm getting the numbers together. God is getting your numbers together because he wants you to know that your being there matters the most. That's what our lives have got to be about. Not about big cars, big houses, money in the bank. It's got to be about being there. Were you there? In light of knowing my days are winding up, I learned that being in these moments are why I'm here. I'm glad I'm your pastor because I was there. Instead of spending each day wastefully as if we don't know its value, teach us to count our days like pennies till they add up to make millions. Keep on counting. Throw that penny in the bucket. It's just a penny now, but enough pennies will add up to millions of dollars if you keep dropping them in the bucket. Let these points in time, these multiplicity of fractions, divisions, subtractions, etc., all add up to bringing heaven to earth, to create for a moment a horizon in our lives where heaven and earth align. Thy will, O God, be done on earth as it is in heaven is only made possible when we number our days and apply those numbers to our moments so that our hearts can for a moment experience God. When we take the scriptures, the numbers of God's kingdom, and apply them to the numbers of our life, we bring heaven and earth to an alignment on the horizon and we see God for a moment and it makes sense. Life makes sense for a moment. You broke, you got kicked out, you've been divorced. All of it is a messed up situation. But when you bring the numbers in that God, it all makes sense. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Every loss, every gain, every division, every prime moment, every exponent, every integer, Every whole number, every fraction of a moment are all coordinates to specific destinations that have meaning of our lives. Those moments are revealed by our being there. She wouldn't have broke up with you if you wasn't there. He wouldn't have gave you the job if you weren't there. They never would have crashed in your car if you weren't there. The common denominator of all of those situations is that you were there. But just because it's a subtraction doesn't mean that you can't add letter. Just because it's a fraction doesn't mean that the whole is not coming. I'm telling you, see your life as a pyramid, an organization of numbers, subtractions, integers, exponents, all of these numbers that create meaning and value to your life. We are to live in a way that causes us to arrive at the places and the times that we are to be there. I want to live like there's a red carpet always unrolled in front of me. Here I come because it is my appreciation, not just today, but every day, because why? Two words, I was being there. So in conclusion, I leave you with this. People of God, thank you so much for allowing me to be your pastor. So November 2nd, 1997, I began the clock. I began numbering my days of shepherding the people of God. 24 years later, I avowed I avowed to apply meaning to my heart of the value and intentionality of each day lived in this service. The accuracy and preciseness of my movements to be there will be judged with or without these words. Well done, thy good and 
and faithful servant. Every time I chose to visit the hospital, every time I chose to make that extra call, every time I chose to preach through my own personal ordeals in the pulpit with a bag of clothes in the backseat of my car with nowhere to go, I was seeking the meaning of being there. I was driven by the fact that the church needs a pastor in the pulpit to be there regardless of my own personal situation. And so I chose to be there. And out of those 24 years of ministry, I can still count on one or both hands the times that I was not available to preach in my own pulpit. I have been faithful on my watch because I have taken full responsibility of understanding the meaning of the value of what each Sunday, that specific moment in time means to each soul that attends each service. I come to service with the hope and expectation that God may do something amazing in your life like he's never done before. This is why I guard these moments as special because being there is where meaning forms. So as I create this moment of being here with you, November 14, 2021, we read the numbers together, we make this moment mean something. And if ever you want to recall the day, the time, the numbers, they will be the reference point to God's intentionality of having you here with me on this day to assess value and meaning for this moment. This is not just another service. This service has numbers and God has brought you here to create value. So as I went through the list earlier and I called each one of your names, you're not here by happenstance or by chance. So when I call little Ben, when I call Jonah, when I call Greg, when I call Latanya, Sharon, Tony, when I call Monica, when I call Terry, Romeo, Big Ben, Steve-O, when I call Cynthia, cousin Kevin, when I call Sharita, when I call all the names of those who are at this service, I'm telling you, you are here with a purpose that God designed this message to say from day one of your birth, the number started me meaning something. You were born with a meeting. I don't care if it was because of rape. I don't care if your daddy left. I don't care if your mama aborted. I don't care if you were put in foster care. From day one, you got a number. And God knows every number. He knows the number of the hairs on your head. He knows every soul online today and every soul matters. Thank God for a pastor who is willing to look at God and get the numbers. 34 years, 24 years of a allowing me the privilege of simply being there. I'm PC, and for now, that's all I've got.